Hey everyone and welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King NFL Podcast. I'm Jim, sitting to my right is Punk Raider, sitting on Skype is Patriot Mark, and we're here to talk about Super Bowl 53. What up, Punk? Good evening. It's a little sparse in here. <laughs> yeah. Compared yes. to the last few weeks. I know, I know. We've got a relatively empty... Uh, cave it's quite nice i haven't actually got to sit here cuddling philly side for the entire episode <laughs> how's that a bad so, thing well you know it's nice to be able to stretch out and <laughs> see how things are going okay okay so yeah um it's the super bowl preview show and we've been trying really hard to get hold of both a patriot fan and a rams fan obviously we aren't patriot or rams fans are we punk so no, no, we 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 tend not to be Patriot fans anyway. <laughs> but no, no, we are not fans of either of these teams. We tried really hard, uh, but we can only get one of them. And we've got a man who always seems to be in the right place at the right time, just like his team. And that is Patriot Mark. Yay! Go, Mark. Hey, hey, guys. Yes, hello, Mark. Again. <laughs> We've got this, this habit is... now of talking to you on on Super Bowl weekends, don't we? It's it's becoming far too regular for my liking. Yes, I've already booked you guys in for next year. <laughs> I like this confidence. We yeah. didn't get you last year because you know, well, it well, should have done in retrospect, but uh, for whatever reason, we didn't manage to get hold of you for Super Bowl Fifty Two. But we got you for Fifty One and uh, Fifty Three, so it should be a good omen for your team. I hope so. That and the white shirts. Although we wore white last year, didn't we? So perhaps not. Hmm. I wonder how that works with kits. I've never really been one for for superstition and whether the kit makes any difference. I mean, you know, I thought Belichick would. Teams do. So it might well be that the captains or whatever have got together and decided if we get the choice, we're going to play in this kit or whatever. Mm. Because, I mean, you know, you used to get it all the time. In the in the Premier League, didn't you? You, you know, your captain certainly at Arsenal. I think it was Patrick Vieira decided what shirt was being worn that day, and everyone had to wear the same. So <laughs> that's enough football talk. I'm not, <laughs> that's enough for one day. But yeah, I'm not quite sure how the shirt thing works. Whether it's flip a coin or who who gets to choose. I think it, I think for the Super Bowl, the home team gets to choose. And obviously this year, that's the Rams. So that's that's why they're wearing their blues. But aren't they playing in throwback blues? I think they're playing in throwbacks, aren't they? Are you allowed to wear throwbacks? Yes, they are. They are. Yeah. I, I think they are this year. I think the NFL relaxed the rule that you could only use it at certain times. And okay. Well, you know, let's be honest. The, the throwback Rams uniforms are a lot nicer than the kind of dark blue and dirty gold that they kind of, kind of currently gold. have. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so before we talk about the Super Bowl, Mark, we better talk about uh, the 2018 NFL season. Um. You finished eleven and five, yeah. which is the worst record yeah. you've had since. Well, I went back to two thousand ten. You weren't that bad, so that. <laughs> but it's still an eight and zero home record in that really difficult division you're playing. Yeah. What 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 do you reckon? No, it, how it how did the season go for you? Dolphins beat them. Not at home. Oh, not home at home. Record, okay. I thought it pay attention. Yeah. Well, eleven and five is a is a funny record. I mean, obviously. It got us. It was enough this year to get us a buy at the playoffs. I mean, the year Matt Castle um, filled in for us, he finished eleven and five. We didn't even make the playoffs. Yeah. So it's, I guess, I, I, yeah. Obviously, you've got to go back away till we won as many as to lost as many as five games in a, a season. Yeah. But, um, yes. Yeah, I, I, I guess. I guess as as you've been saying for a while, Jim, perhaps it is the start of the decline. I mean, <laughs> obviously we we turn it around a bit in the playoffs. It's a hell of a slow playoffs, decline. Generally, the season, <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's a glacial decline. But um, but obviously, this this season, I think it's fair to say, and I'll be the first to admit, we, we haven't been. I think we've been good, but I don't think we've been as dominant as we have been in, for, for, in, the, in the last few years. Um, mm. Being honest, I mean, I, I think there was there were some highlights. Obviously, the, the Chiefs game was probably our best game of the regular season. We beat the Bears away, which was a good result. Yep. Um, but but yeah, it, it, we've also there's been some shockers. I mean, I, I mean the teams we lost to. I mean the Jaguars, the Titans, the Lions. I mean just it just wouldn't have happened a couple of years ago. Just I mean, saying, just saying their through. names must have been horrible to think. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not good. <laughs> well, it's, it's interesting. Not not one team not one team that beat us made the playoffs, um, which does include the Steelers, Jim. Oh, uh, there we go. <laughs> I thought we could have avoided that one. I was trying to be civil. 
Even we managed to beat the Steelers. <laughs> I think you asked that. Jesus. Um, but but every, every playoff team we, we played, we beat. So it's, it's been a funny season. I mean, we, we've shown glimpses. But again, I I mean, I wasn't expecting us to get to the Super Bowl. I mean, I, I mean to be honest, I, I thought we'd probably do win a playoff game. I thought as soon as we got to play an away game, we're toast. Mm. But, um, but no, it wasn't the case. Well, it was a great start to that uh, championship game. You know, you get 14 nothing at half-time. It, I think what we've seen from the Patriots is, as you said, there's been a, a glacial decline in the overall explosive plate you've got. But what you, you've always fallen back on is a ruthless efficiency uh, and a willingness to only aim at first down, which, in essence, is the game of, of, of football, isn't it? You know? Yeah, yeah. And the one thing I've noticed during the yes. playoffs is that you've you've gone back to this kind of late 80s, early 90s style of stick a fullback in the backfield and let's run the ball down their throats. It's very smash mouth. You're only really passing the ball if you have to. Well, I guess, I, I think it's what Jim said, it's, it's whatever works. I mean, there, and, we've, and we've done it against two pretty good defensive fronts and it's it's we've got results each time, which does bode rather well for this Sunday. But yeah, I, I, think, I think you're right. I mean, to say they're not... Passing well, I guess I guess what they're trying to do is mix up the run and the pass to sort of keep the defense honest. I mean, certainly the the running game um, has enabled you know, has enabled Brady to sort of pass when he's had to because the defense has to honor the pass honor the run rather. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think what we're seeing is is like Punk said, you're, you're using someone like James Devlin, and you've got Sony Michelle there who is a first round talent really at running back. He he's the first down yeah. first down play gets you five to six yards. It just makes second and third down much more manageable. Yeah. And what Brady can do is read the defense and pick his pass, depending on what he's given. He doesn't have to force anything. He just takes what the defense give him every time. And it's as as, yeah. as you're not looking 30, 40 yards down the field, it makes it so much easier to to get that pass off quickly, not take the hits when you're 41 years old. That's the most important thing, I guess. Oh, I don't know. I think Definitely. he's still got a hit or two well, he's left. Not, in. He's not been taking the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> no, he hasn't been touched in the playoffs yet. Yeah. <laughs> so how, how's that? Gonna, <laughs> what, you, what what's the thoughts about that then, Mark? Because you've got the most explosive interior defensive uh, player in the league uh, going to be gunning straight for him, and then you've got one of the dirtiest interior defensive players right next to him in Thomas and Sue. Uh, there's been a bit of a history between yeah. Sue and Brady as well, hasn't there? Or at least, well, definitely with Rodgers. I don't know if he's ever really yeah, had It was with Rodgers. I don't know. I'm not but sure when, about But when Brady. he was in Miami, he certainly had a, a few goes at him, he didn't pro- he? He probably has done. I mean, you know, it's Sue. He likes having a go at any quarterback that comes yeah. up against him. But So your thoughts on that uh, that interior defensive line that you're going to be facing on Sunday? Well, obviously, they're going to have to block those guys. Um, I guess what we'll see more of, you already mentioned Devlin, a fullback who's primarily in there to block. I mean, we've seen quite a bit, um, more so in the Chargers game, with um, Gronkowski playing as a blocking tight end rather than a passing tight end or catching tight end. So, I guess first and foremost, we, we've got a, we've got a, that line's got to hold up. I mean, that that's it. The line has held up pretty well against you know, the Chiefs and the um, and the and, and the Chargers. So, I've, uh, I've just well, been I've been really I impressed with that O line. I mean, I, could anyone name me a better O line than the, the Patriots this season? Cowboys, maybe not this season. Maybe last year you could I'm have not, said I'm, that. But well, as a running as a running unit, I think the fact that your NFL leading rusher was Zeke, I think, kind of bears all really. Um, but I, he makes the difference. Yeah, I, yeah I but I, I think an overall it, unit. I, you've got what you've got to look at with the Patriots, and the one thing you can never ever forget is scheme and system. Yeah. So they've deliberately picked up this O line that they're basically paying nothing to. I think their entire entire O line earns about fifteen million a season, which is nothing in this day and age. Yeah, and I think the fact that they've picked up these really big, heavy guys um, is is deliberately because they want to play this style of football to stop Brady from getting hit. Yeah, and you moved on Nate yeah. Soldier as well, well the, last the, year. The first round pick. I mean, the first round pick before um, I think before Michelle actually was a guard. Isaiah Win. But obviously he, he got injured in training camp and then all the preseason, so we haven't seen him. But yeah, I think that kind of adds to what, what Punky's saying. They they clearly were targeting the line this year. Yeah, and the well, last couple of years, really. I mean, if you look at the o, your O line now, four of the five were drafted either in 2015 or 2016, 
Um, you brought in Brian Schwenke, but yeah. he's on IR at the moment. You brought him over from the Titans. But apart from Marcus Cannon, who was a fifth round pickup for you, you drafted him in 2011. I mean, Trent Brown's done really well, a seventh round pick from 2015. Spent two years with the Niners, and you just picked him up and brought him across uh, to cover for the solder departure. Uh, David Andrews, he's huge, undrafted in 2015 yeah. by the Pats. And Shaq Mason's probably been the standout of all of them at right guard. Fourth round pick in 2015. Again, drafted by the Pats. A lot of them, you know, four of the five you you drafted and picked up. There hasn't been around the league. They've just got them in, learnt the scheme, and they've just slotted in like you'd want a, a no lineman to do. Yeah, and that's that's one thing that Belichick does probably better than anybody in the league is is know what he wants two years in advance. So he's picking up players in the draft that he knows when Brady's 41, 42 are going to be able to protect him and that they can use this this power running style. I can't remember the guy's name, but one of the things they've done as well, they've brought back their offensive line coach. He did retire. Um, and Dante Scarnecchia. Back, certainly this season. Like, that's that's the guy, yeah. Bless you. Know, he's obviously made a big difference too, obviously <laughs> giving, those, giving those guys into shape. So um, I think Brady, Brady acknowledges that. But, but then, as you say, we've got a 41-year-old quarterback back there. We, we don't want him being flattened. I mean, well, I think. I mean, Jim, you'd probably love it. But, 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 uh, we so, all like to see a quarterback get flattened every now and then, don't we? <laughs> well, the other, the other thing, of course, yeah, like you said, they did bring back Dante Scarnecchia, but that might have been because he probably wasn't expecting to have Brady still there. It might have been to protect a young Garoppolo uh, in the first couple of years while he was finding his feet, you know. So you're, I think Punk's right. You, yeah. Belichick's always looking at least two years ahead of everyone else. I think so. I think so. I mean, I think everyone else tries to, but yeah, he seems to have the highest success rate. Are we say that Bill was imagining that Garoppolo would be there in two years' time. I think he was. I think that was the the stories that came out from from what happened there and that whole situation was that yeah. Garoppolo was the heir apparent, and they weren't expecting Brady to put up so much of a fight or still to be as competitive as he is. It, it, he's the complete outlier. No one has has got to his age and still had that level of com- of consistency and uh, you know accuracy the closest you've got is yeah. Brett Favre for that one year at Minnesota right yeah. at the end of his career when he was 40 but apart from that no no one's even close well, Warren Moon was pretty good when he was 40 as I, as I remember but that was quite a while ago yeah Warren Moon was but I don't think he ever really got to those those heights of, of championship games and, and everything else there are other factors on there I mean the team the coaching so but yeah I mean, I'm, I mean Brady's here Garoppolo's gone and and from what everyone's saying we've got Brady for another year or so at least so unless, unless he really does go off the cliff which the, the early signs are there I mean he's clearly not as not as good as he in, in terms of physically in terms of he was couple of years ago but obviously in terms of his game management he's reading the defence oh yeah and, and there's nothing I mean I've not I was fully expecting this year to see Brady having a steady decline but there's been nothing there's nothing I can pick up on that says he's any worse now than he was last year or the year before there's nothing that you can predict going forward that he's going to be particularly worse next season I mean is this guy just going to go on forever What what is this TB12 diet that he does that you know, I think I need it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the ice cream. <laughs> well, I, I guess I guess the real interesting thing is going to be what they do in the draft. I mean, I mean, they, they I mean, everyone expects them to pick up a quarterback this year, and they just, I think they picked up Danny Etling in the sixth round, and he's not even with the team now. So, well, I mean, the I, answer's I, not I, Brian I, Hoyer, is it? So, you know, they they're yeah. going to have to pick no, up. Yeah, exactly. So they're going to have to pick up a quarterback sometime soon, surely. Otherwise, you know, they're going to end up in a situation where they've got Belichick, no quarterback, and the rest of the team kind of looking around going, well, what do we do? Actually, that's quite a funny aside then. Did you see the uh, Pittsburgh guy that got uh, fired from his job for sticking up a title card under Brady when he was doing an interview saying, known cheater? (laughs) No, but that's hilarious. (laughs) It was just a joke, but uh, he did get fired for it, so... I'm sure he'll have crowdfunded his fired next. Fired. Oh, fired! Oh gosh. Yeah. yeah. Was he working in Boston? I guess you don't want to no, be... <laughs> working in Pittsburgh. It's yeah. a bit strange then. Oh, everyone's very sensitive at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, we 
Uh, now, as we got you on, we don't get you on very often, Mark. So we better ask you about the future for Brady. Um, what What are your initial thoughts about obviously the, Kraft's talking about a contract extension for another couple of years? I mean, if if he's continuing to be as effective as he is, is there going to be anyone really saying that it's probably time to hang up while you're still at the top, or would you like to see him well, slow, keep going? You know, I don't know. What do you reckon? Well, clearly he's not um, the kind of MVP this year. He's, you know, I would say that's probably going to be Mahomes. Um, he's, he's definitely still in the top ten. I mean, so I guess as long as as long as they put a team around him and can compete, and he's physically able to sort of maintain that, you know, the, the, that a top ten standard, then, then yeah, why why would he stop? I mean, I think eventually they'll have to wheel him off the pitch, but um, but. <laughs> He, he, he's playing well, um, so but yeah, obviously, obviously he's, he's forty-one. So what we're we looking at, let, let, I mean, let, let's say let's say two years. I mean, I, I think I think forty-five is going to be really pushing it. But let's but let's say two years. I, I do think they they need to be looking into the draft this year. I mean, and they, I mean, I, I like like Mahomes. Give somebody give somebody a year to sit. You know, learn the playbook. Um, learn from him. And then be, be ready. I mean, obviously, we thought that was going to be Garoppolo, but I mean, whoever comes in next he is going to be the guy. So I, I think now's the time to be thinking about that. I don't know about you, Punk, but I don't know if Brady's that kind of guy that will allow someone. He he has done before. He had Garoppolo there for what three years, four years, just sitting behind him. But the the way he reacted to the you know the easy transition kind of set the story that he's just turned into a black widow and he doesn't want anyone near him that could potentially take any any start off him because he knows they're limited now. To be honest, I mean, you could be right, but on the flip side, I think he has to, in his own head, understand that he's not going to go on forever, regardless. So at some point, either he's going to move on or the Patriots as an organisation are going to move on. So, you know, I don't think he's maybe a black widow, but... I think I think I think you're right, Mark. I think the Patriots have to be looking in the next couple of years. Uh, maybe not this draft, because although I haven't done my draft prep yet, you lot keep telling me that there aren't really any quarterbacks in this draft. Well, but possibly in the in the um, next draft, uh, then yes, that's that's definitely yeah. a plausible option. I would have thought whether he'll enjoy it and like it. I very much doubt it, but no. I, I don't think he'll get a choice. I, 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 I think this next one will be different to the Garoppolo situation because with Garoppolo, I mean, we're talking he got drafted four years ago. And I imagine very at the time thought, well, I still got plenty of playing time ahead of me. <laughs> I mean, he, even he would have to see now that the end's in sight. So I, I think it's a different situation. But I take, I take the point about maybe waiting for another year. I mean, maybe what he needs to do is take next year and get, get, a, get a high pick. Well. I'm not sure he's taken enough hits in his career to actually know that the end is so close. I think if he'd been like a normal quarterback that had taken 20 to 30 no, hits I'm a season. When he got that knee injury, that will have put That was the fear a long time ago. Into. Yeah, but it would have put the fear of God into him. Carson Palmer was never the same after his knee injury. Yeah, but Palmer's right. not the same quarterback. He's no, nowhere near Brady's, Brady's come back and, you know, is playing at that ridiculously high level. But that's not to say that one hit isn't going to end him. He's 41 or whatever. That's what you I'm know? saying. He hasn't taken those You hits. hit me once. I'm not going to get up. <laughs> Don't tell people the that, fact that, he doesn't, <laughs> that he hasn't taken the hits now means that his body's not conditioned to take the hits. So he yeah. might not be able to take hit. Who knows? We might find out on Sunday. He'll probably outlast all of us, to be honest. We'll probably all be in pine <laughs> boxes before Brady retires. All right, that's enough to talk about Brady. All right, let's talk... Let's talk about the defence then, Mark. We haven't even talked about your defence yet, okay? Because I mean, everyone talks about the consistent offence, but let's, yeah, but let's talk about this defence. I mean, The defence got... is never on the field because the offence oh, is putting eight-minute drives together. So, you know, I... 94 plays in a, in a championship I want to hear from Patriot Mark on this one, Paul. All right. I'm talking about a Raiders fan about defence. <laughs> Come on. Let's... What do you think has been the standout on defence? Or, or what should we be talking about with the Patriots' defence that's probably not talked about? Well, I mean, the secondary, I think, has um, improved this year. I mean, Gilmore, I mean, I think he was all pro. Um, he's he's kind of got that together into shape. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's... It's, it's not like a um, Gilmore or anything stupid like that, but certainly the, the secondary has improved. 
Um, I, I take Pope's point actually. I know he said it slightly in jest about the devil on the field, but that actually does play a part. I mean, our defence does stay fresh because the offence does tend to sort of dominate the time of possession, which I think is really playing into our favour. Because um, even cause even looking at say the Chargers and the Chiefs game, um, the, those offences were coming at us more in the second half. Just the, the, the established lead um, did, did, did really help us. Um, I think. I mean, yeah. I guess we've just got some unsung heroes. I mean, you've got people like Van Noy. I mean, obviously Hightower, and they, they just they just play together well as a unit. I wouldn't say they're any particular stars on the team, but um, they're coached well, and I guess they they do just enough. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, I th- I'm with you, Mark. I think Van Noy's had an excellent season. Agreed. I think he's been probably for me the standout player on the Patriots' defense, um, but. It, it just shows you, though, how much Belichick thinks about this in that he probably knows that his defence can't stand up to relentless pressure from a high-powered offence. So he does put in an offensive yeah. scheme that will keep his defence on the sideline and keep the opposition's offence off. Um, yeah, I mean, all coaches try and do it, but it doesn't always work out. Belichick seems to be able to get his team to, to, to play they, what, the way he wants them to every single game. Especially in the playoffs. Annoyingly. I so. <laughs> We're not going to get away from this, are we? We, <laughs> we just can't talk sensibly about the Patriots. Well, no, we can. We can. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, um, I mean, from a, from a football perspective, I remember kind of Liverpool in the 80s, and I appreciate you know, it's, it's horrendous. But um, obviously, from my side of the fence, I'm loving it. So um, apologies, guys, but um, I think it might be for a long yet. <laughs> we'll let you have it, Mark. We'll let you have it because, as long-time <laughs> listeners to the pod will know, you started following the Patriots after they got hammered by the Bears in '85. Is that right? That's Super Bowl. Oh, what? that's right. Yeah, twenty. Twenty. Yeah, where most people would have picked the Bears in that game. <laughs> you looked at the Patriots and went, "I want that as my team." So no one can ever, ever accuse you of being a glory hunter, and which is why I have nothing but. Um, Warm feelings, I should say, when I think about uh, well, you having fun about your Patriots winning. Basically. And yet, the stupid thing is, yeah. the year before that, I glory hunted the Raiders because they won the Super Bowl. Wow! So, yeah, <laughs> why am I not surprised? Now, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Paying for it now, aren't I? <laughs> well, if you, well, your team moves enough times, you could probably legitimately We're just switch. collecting. Yeah, we are collecting cities at this point, so you know. <laughs> You could always move. You don't have to be a Raiders fan, you know. If they divorce you from the t- the, well, the the town you liked them in, no, you've got can't a reason. That. I'm I'm a Raider. I'm not. A I thought you were Las- just a I'm Khalil Mack vegan or a. Well, well, I am a Khalil Mack fan, as yeah, you, be a as you well fan. know. But you know, that's that's Mac. But no, I'm not. I'm not a, an Oaklandite. I'm not an LA citizen or, <laughs> or you know no. a Las Vegan. Uh, I'm a Raider, so you know. A Rolling Stone covers uh, catches no moss. Damn it! Okay, that's something right. like that. <laughs> something about Rolling Stones and the Who. Oh, yeah. I don't say that phrase enough. Um, so let's move on to the Super Bowl then, Mark. It's your third in a bloody row. Yes. Yeah. Um, how do you stop the Rams from beating you on Sunday? Yeah, that's um, the answer well, I've got as well. Score points. <laughs> okay. Clearly, we got. I mean. I guess a lot of it depends on Gurley and what kind of state he turns up in. Um, I'd quite like to see him on the sideline pedaling his bike rather than on the field. But um, I think all sides are he's probably going to play. So I dispute I, I guess... that a little bit. I think I, I think the way CJ Anderson's played in the playoffs, you probably want him on the bike and Gurley out in the backfield. <laughs> Well, there was one NF, well, NFC I, I head coach who said C. was a better fit. In terms of how you defend them, it's, I, I mean, you look at the Chiefs game, I mean, you, we couldn't really take them all out of the game. So I mean, what Bill tends to do is take away your, your number one threat and then hopefully what's left is enough to cover who else is there. So I mean, from what I'm reading, um, they're going to be sort of putting Gilmore and Brandon Cooks to sort of take away the deep game, hopefully. And then um, I guess, well... Clearly, I, I, we're not going to shut them out. They're, they're going to score, and that's just no two ways about it. So to counter that, we need to establish the run game. You know, using that to get get the pass going, and 
And I outscore them. I, I, I don't think this is going to be Punk's ideal 6 3 game. I think it's going to be, <laughs> teams are going to be in excess of 20 points. Hopefully, we'll have more. But, you know, I think, I think this is a, I, I thought this last year, actually. I mean, I know I, I would have come on the podcast last year, and obviously, and even though we lost, it, you, sometimes you've got to say, well, that was a great game. Somebody had to lose. And, and obviously, I hope I hope they win on Sunday. But I think it's going to be a great game. No, I, I agree with you. I, 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 who to pick. I think it will be a great game. I think you're right in the, um, as you say, Belichick will always try and take away your biggest threat. I'm just not sure with this Rams team whether he thinks it's Cooks or the backfield. So my thought is that he's probably going to double up on Cooks. What about Robert Woods? He's yeah, got yeah. His more yards. He's, he's, he's going to double season. up on Cooks, but he's going to put McCourt, I can't speak, McCourty on Woods, and hope that he can go single on him. And then he's going to just play Van Noy and Hightower against those running backs. Yeah, that's that's my theory. Anyway, of course, well, what that try, does do is that does leave Reynolds playing probably one-on-one on the outside and he's a bit of a burner and Tyler so, Higby and Gerald Everett as their tight ends who yeah. like catching the ball as well exactly so, so as Mark says you can't cover them all no you've got to take out the best ones so that's what you've got to do and and hope that Goff has a little bit of a wobble because he's in the Super Bowl for the first time and he's only what 23 so you know it, it can make yeah. a big difference I mean you saw at the beginning of that championship game with Goff um, a couple of weeks ago that noise and the fact that his communicator wasn't working and things were going against him a little bit he got a little bit rattled he pulled it back and you know he played very well in the end but you could definitely see in the first yes. sort of 10-15 minutes of that game that, that that he can be got at a little bit and could be a little bit fragile now you know who knows he might take like Super Bowls like to Super Bowls like Brady did you know walk in and, and walk out with one but We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, it could be the uh, ignorance of of youth, couldn't it? You know, just going in, you don't know what you're not supposed to know or what you're supposed to be scared of. And if you've got the full, con- well, full confidence from your head coach, and you've got a game plan two weeks from McVeigh scheming how to win, um, yeah, it could, it could be a good good day for golf. One thing I do expect the Rams is just going back to McVeigh. They're going to be aggressive. They're going to go for stuff. So, and and more often than not, they seem to pull off. So that's. That's just going to have an extra edge to it. Yeah, but uh, McVeigh in that regard reminds me of Sean Payton when the Saints went won their Super Bowl and and had that onside kick to start the second half. He'll do something crazy like that. Yeah. Um, I think he, he showed it last week. Uh, sorry, two weeks ago when they went for that fake punt on the on their own thirty-five just to get the team going a bit and create a spark. But that's what he's good at. But of course, yeah. equally, like you said, Mark every time so far that's worked it'd be interesting to see if that doesn't work what the reaction is then yeah it's when you do it as well, well I, I, I think, think the post trips will be, will be ready for it well, yeah they're very least expecting it so yeah but I think they will go for it more often than not on fourth down if it's fourth and one fourth and two they might I'd expect them to stay on the field and probably yeah. try and get that first just knowing how difficult it is to score points in the Super Bowl obviously not last year but typically <laughs> When you want to score points in the Super Bowl, you need to stay on the field. You you can't just keep start the punt game going. Not against the Patriots. You need to be able to try and score on every single drive. Because the Patriots will get three points at least on every drive they do. That's just how they operate. Very quickly, they get into field goal range. And Goskowski, well, it's going to be one of the first times he's not the best kicker in the, in the game. But he's certainly capable of getting you the points. He hasn't dropped off really that much. One thing I wanted to talk about, Mark, was... Um, it's kind of it's a bit of a, a repeat game. Obviously, you got Akib Talib on the other side of the field this time. He's he's got some experience yeah. of being in New England, and you have got Wade Phillips, who yeah. is one of the most respected defensive coordinators in the game. He came up with a scheme to stop you a couple of years ago when he was at the Broncos. Um, do you think that's well? How much do you worry about that? The fact that they've they've got the experience of about New England, they're not to stop you, and there's a good chance they could do it again. Well, I. I guess, I guess the, the Patriot model really is. I mean, and the, and the Chiefs said this. They said we knew what was coming, but they just executed it so well. And so, I, I, I mean, I mean, 
knowing knowing what the patients are going to have in their knowledge, we're learning it you so far. You've still got to stop it. Um, so oh, I'm not expecting to just march up and down the floor. I don't think we're going to have quite the freedom that we had in, against Philadelphia. But um, but um, I imagine I, their defense is going to be good. But I, I I do think that we're going to be able to sort of score points against it. Again, I'm comforted by the fact we you know we've just played two very good defenses in the playoffs and you know put up a shed load of points on both. So, I guess we'll see. I mean, none of us know, do we? So, well, well, we actually do know, but we're not allowed to tell anyone. <laughs> uh, the NFL has make a sign of the NBA before uh, before each Super Bowl. So, sorry, Mark, but uh, commiserations yeah. in advance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but no, no. Wouldn't you love to see Goodell hand the trophy to Brady just one more time? No, no, you've seen that new story, <laughs> please. Come on. Change the but, record. But you would love to see Goodell hand the trophy to Brady. I, I, I don't mind. Yeah, look, 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 the fact is the Patriots to one side. I mean, the, the crowd burying him, um, Super Bowl for George, just fantastic. <laughs> well, many neutral fans aren't going to be uh, cheering for Brady down in Atlanta, are they? Uh, no, 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 I wouldn't no. call them not. I, I imagine it's going to be a fairly hostile crowd. I'd say the majority of the neutral fans that are going to the Super Bowl are probably sat in the box eating the Volavons anyway, to be honest, rather than watching the game. That's so. every Super Bowl, though, punk. Exactly. It's not like the old days. <laughs> okay, well, I, I don't know what else I can ask you, Mark, apart from maybe the final score. Do we, can we push you for a final score on this one? Well, we ought to have your prediction first. I mean, who well, do you think is going to... Oh, come on. <laughs> Let's cut to the chase. Uh, you never know. <laughs> who do I think is going to win or who do I want to win well come well, on they're, they're, they're both the same aren't they? yeah exactly I, I do think the Patriots are going to win and I I would I actually think they might win I wouldn't be surprised if they won by something like 10 points so I'm going to go for something Ooh. like um, um, let's say 30-20 30-20 Patriots there you go I thought you might I thought Ooh. you might 10 points that's a lot against this Rams defence and that offence well I think that that linebacker core is pretty weak for the Rams that's that's their one weakness over the middle and that's where Brady goes hunting quite a lot with Edelman we'll see or Gronk up the seam we'll see I think you are you've got a great chance Mark just because that that Patriots team is built to win and like you said they haven't got that many standout players but they do their job that's the whole point isn't it they do the job and they're ruthlessly efficient um, and the Rams are going to have to be on their top game to to win this one. So it's going to be a great great evening. Are, are you staying up for this game this time? Because you didn't last year, did you? Yes, I did. Did yes, you stay I, up? I, I thought stay up. I stay up every year. Oh, okay. All right. Of <laughs> course. <laughs> All right. So where, are you watching the game uh, at home then? I'm not that blasé about it yet, Jim. <laughs> I do stay up and watch Well, I don't know. Don't know. After all these years of getting there, maybe you just you know expect the win in the morning. You know, I'll w- I'll watch it the next day. You know, <laughs> so you... the results in the morning. No, I should I, I I should be staying up. I should have my number twelve Brady shirt on, and I should be cheering as loudly as I can at three in the morning with my children asleep. So, um, <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. And uh, yeah. So, what should we say that no matter what the result, we can get you back on the podcast before the end of the season for us. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm up, I'm up for it. Either way, I mean, Hooray. yeah, well <laughs> Mark. Yeah. Mark is a proper fan, so I had no no compunction thinking that he wouldn't come back on win, win, lose, or draw. <laughs> no, this one, tie, so, yeah, tie. No, we can't tie this. Can't tie this one. <laughs> Excellent. Well, Mark, thank you very much for coming on, mate. It's always a pleasure to speak to you, and I honestly, do wish you the best of luck Me for too. the Sunday. I just hope it's a great game. If the Patriots win it, then the Patriots win it, and they'll probably deserve to do it as well. So. Stunned yeah, okay, well, thanks, thanks for that. And Park, can I just say one thing? I'm sorry about the Tucker Rule game. <laughs> don't it's you apologise. time someone apologise No, don't you apologise, Mark. You know, all these Saints fans <laughs> getting the Goodell. Over, over the few last year, I just felt you were hurt. So I thought someone needed... Like, if I was there, I'd give you a hug. But, um, you know, Jim will have to do that for me. I'll, I'll <laughs> accept your hug, Mark, and your apologies. <laughs> Don't you apologise to him? <laughs> Seventeen years <laughs> late, but you know. <laughs> Thanks so much, Mark. Speak to you soon, buddy. Pleasure, guys. Speak Cheers, to Mark. Speak to you next week. Speak Bye. To you soon. Cheers. Bye. Oh, there he is.
There's Mark. That was Mark. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think sounds confident. Off. Sounds very ten confident. points confident. Ten points oh, confident. I'm not sure I'm ten points confident for the Patriots. No. <laughs> I think the what are the odds? It's about two points. I think is the the spread for the Patriots to cover. It's been a really weird couple of weeks actually yeah. because it started off with the Rams being favoured by about three, and then all of a sudden, kind of. Beginning of this week, it flipped to the Patriots being favoured by about two, and yeah. I mean, I think it's really is a bit of a call-em game. Um, I honestly believe if you put, look at the teams on paper, man for man, the Rams have got a better squad. Yeah, I think you look at the coaches, and you know that's where the Patriots have probably got a bit of an advantage. Um, Belichick always has something special; he's always got a wrinkle. Um, you give him two weeks to prepare and he'll pretty much beat anybody. Uh, but I've just got this sneaky feeling that, that this game's going to be won and lost on the lines. I think this is a battle in the trenches. Mm. So well, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm i a lot higher up on the on the Patriots' offensive line than you are, I think. I, I, I think their so line is good, him. but I I honestly believe that that Rams D-line is going to get to Brady. It's going to get through. It's going to need to. Yeah, yeah need absolutely. To for, the, for the Rams to win the game, they they need to get Donald, Sue, Fowler. Ebercam. And any Brockers. of them. Brockers, any of them. Someone's got to get through and get through early. Yeah. It's the old Al Davis philosophy, isn't it? It is. Someone's, the quarterback's got to get hit in the first 20 plays. Got to absolutely. Go down and go down hard. And the, th- the thing I like about this Rams defense in this matchup is that if you go back and look at one of the more recent Patriots losses, so that first Giants one yeah. with Strahan, yeah. the Rams defense is made up very similarly with similar types of skill players to that Giants defense. Mm-hmm. And they got pressure all day long. Now I know it's, you know, it's 10 years ago, whatever, but you can bet Sean McVay has gone back and watched those tapes of those Giants games with, those uh, D lines and is probably incorporating some of those stunts and rolls and things into his defense for this week. And I, I, I'm sorry, I don't care what anyone says. Aaron Donald's the best defensive player in the league. <laughs> he's he's gonna he's get there. He's gonna get there. <laughs> He'll be double teamed. He'll be double, triple teamed. Life. But yeah. you know, it, it, he's still gonna find a way. I believe he's gonna find a way. Mm. Yeah, I, I think you can look at the the Giants' defense from what ten years ago or something. But I think what you're missing there, Punk, is that the Patriots' offense has fundamentally changed since then. They, yeah. they don't have the deep threat that they would have had back then. They, no. they weren't. They're not going to be slinging it down the field. Absolutely, they're built for first down. Absolutely. But you you alluded to it when you we were talking to Mark there about the Rams' linebackers not being great. Mm. being slightly undersized mm. um, so they're going to be quick so you would think well that's a bit dodgy in a running game Yeah, but the thing is because there's no deep threat you can get the safeties pushing up as well you can stack that box and no one in the Patriots team is going to kill you even Gronk isn't the player that he was no you know he's he's not going to take the ball and, and go for 30 yards he just can't do it anymore you know I truly believe that he will retire after this game I think I hope he you know, does to be honest yeah it's I not mean, been fun to he's, watch he's some of this getting getting to the point now where it really is painful to watch him play um but I, I, I don't ask me why I mean I'm just clutching at straws really <laughs> but we all are you know I I've just got this feeling that 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 it's time and maybe where we're all looking at Brady to pass the torch, maybe it's Belichick passing the torch to, to McVeigh, McVeigh rather mm. than rather than anything else. Well, yeah, I was listening to uh, one of the NFL shows um, earlier this week, and I think was it Nick Wright, I can't remember his name, but he was talking about how they didn't think that well McVeigh's in a better position now than Belichick was. Is Belichick couldn't have been the head coach that McVeigh is right now. Belichick was a lot older when he finally got his head coaching job. Yes. It's his 20th season as head coach of the Pats. Yeah. 44th as a coach in the league. Yeah. But he was, when he was 
McVeigh's age, he was still cutting his teeth as a coordinator. He yeah. he wasn't ready. Yeah, yeah, he was still at the Giants, wasn't he? So with Parcells, so. what, what McVeigh's done in this time has been pretty impressive. You know, yeah. well, oh, the fact that half so. the league are trying to get the McVeigh just if you shook his hand once, exactly. You know, you know he's he he's the prodigal son. But you've got Wade Phillips, who I you could stack him up against any defensive coordinator in history. Absolutely, Wade Wade, Wade Phillips is. You trust Wade Phillips almost more than you trust. Well, he won that Super Bowl for the, the Broncos. Rams defense. The Broncos, that Broncos defense, it wasn't Gary Kubiak, was it? No, not at all. It was completely Wade Phillips' Super Bowl, and hmm. if he can put together a, a game plan, like I said, similar to what the Giants did ten years ago, but obviously against the power run, but it's what he did two years ago. But it's what the, he did two years ago against the Patriots is is going to have a massive effect, mm-hmm. and he's going to he's had two weeks as well. Everyone yeah. goes on about Belichick having two weeks to prepare. Well, these guys have had two weeks as well, so. Yeah, there's there's no reason to think. I think this is going to be a great game. I really yeah. do. I think, as far as Patriot Super Bowls go, I think I'm looking forward to this one more than any other one. Last year because turned you think out lose, really or good. You... no, no, no. I just think this could actually be a a proper barnstormer of a game. Mm. Last year was great if you don't like defense and you want both <laughs> your teams to get 450 the, the yards. That much, no, exactly. It? But this is a proper old school Patriots running game mm-hmm. versus a kind of hybrid bit of everything Rams team that has got the star quality. Other than Brady, the Patriots are a no name team in essence. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they have got players, you know, Courtney, Sony Michelle, but Gronk. James but, White. You know, you, you look James White, but you look at the stars across that Rams offence and defence. You know, and and they're going to be playing without Cooper Cup, who might actually be. That's a real shame. You know, I mean, for me, that's gutting. I had him in my fantasy team this season, <laughs> scoring points like there's no tomorrow. But you know, well, I, I, I think Cooper Cup's going to be a miss. I think they're going to miss him. But I think Reynolds. I, it's kind of like I said before the championship games. It's good that there's been no massive injuries in the playoffs mm-hmm. because what it's meant is that you know the teams that are going to be there. Everyone's settled. Everyone knows their roles. Everyone's going to, you know, do what they can to keep the ball moving. Yeah. And and that usually creates great games. And matchups make good games. And I think this is a really good matchup. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about Cooper Cup. He got as many touchdowns in eight games as Robert Woods did. Yeah. In in the 16. There you go. Um, and Robert Woods was the, the best catcher. And that's why they've slightly changed the way they play as well yeah. from, from mid-season. So from mid-season, they've kind of transitioned back into a slightly more running attack, a bit more girly. Now, of course, in the playoffs, they brought in CJ Anderson as well, who, again, was part of that Broncos team a couple mm-hmm. of years and ago. And they brought in Dante Fowler as well because they weren't bought getting in the Dante outside Dante Fowler because they weren't getting the pressure from the outside, which was harming Sue and Donald. Yeah. So, you know, I think they've made the right moves at the right times. I think they've got the right players. I think they've got the right coaches. I'm, I'm, I, I can see the Rams winning this. Donald and Sue do sound like an old married couple, don't they? Donald and Sue are an old married couple from some seventies TV <laughs> yeah. show, aren't they? But yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't wait for this for Sunday. Um, you watching it at home then, Punk? You... I am. I'm. I'm. I'm an old man now. I can't. I can't be drinking beer till five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I, I. I need my bed once I've. It also gives me the opportunity to kind of do something else when Maroon Five's on. You know? <laughs> Well, you got the it's, toilet when Five's on. <laughs> well, for 25 minutes. <laughs> Dear me. Get yeah. some more nachos at the bar. Yeah, do so something. I'm, I'm going with, with the King and a few other friends to go and watch the... Yeah, you'll be in a bar, won't you? Town. Yeah, so yeah. I'll, I'll be in touch. I'll be texting and, you know... Yeah, you better be. Throwing, be throwing stuff around. <laughs> I'll be out there. I'll be on Twitter. It's a shame you're not coming, but um, hopefully you enjoy it, whatever bad. happens. And for those listening at home, uh, if you can get out to a bar... I'd suggest doing it because it is. Oh yeah, there are no, people out in every bar watching. Absolutely, this. and especially now. I mean, with with the increase in popularity of the NFL over the last few years since the international series, mm-hmm. you know, you see a lot more bars now being open for the Super Bowl. I mean, you know, yeah. we used to struggle to find anyone that would show Sunday games, yeah. let alone stay open for a Super Bowl. Yeah. So you know, it's it's great that so many bars and that are doing it now. And yeah, yeah, you should be getting out there and and being sociable. I'm just a grumpy old git who likes his bed as soon as the <laughs> final whistles come. Pretty much, so you know, say save myself the hassle. If you are going out, if, it, if we have convinced you to go out, then just make sure 
you're respectful, <laughs> respectful to the other fans, um, and don't if you are wearing a Brady shirt, then please kind of keep it down. You know, <laughs> yeah, please put a hoodie over the top. Yeah, please. We don't all about want to see it, those. You know. That's, yeah. that's 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 terrible. You, you might as well just wear a badge that says. I've only just yeah, joined yeah. watching that's, the NFL. That's, that's, <laughs> that, there's no etiquette in wearing it. Wearing a Brady shirt is there? Come on, throwback uniform. Yeah, if anything. Yeah. Well, as we're here, punk, we better decide who we think well, going to we'll, win this game. We'll we'll pick the game and yeah. we'll pick it for the others as well, I guess. <laughs> well, Dave would pick the Saints. Dave Dave would pick the Panthers. <laughs> oh yeah, Elliot the Panthers would, Elliot would pick the. Well, the Patriots. Come on, <laughs> the, well, it would be the Patriots, wouldn't it? So, let's so assume that the Kings let's assume the, the Kings pick the Patriots. He does love Aaron Donald, though. He he'd does, the but I think he'd, he'd still did. pick the Patriots because yeah. he's got a, a Brady and Belichick man crush thing going. So on, he would pick he the Rams. So he would pick the Rams because it's NFC. So he'd want to side with the and NFC. He hates the Patriots as well, so that helps. Yeah. Denver Dave would would. He'd, he'd, pro- he'd, he'd probably pick the Panthers, but yeah, <laughs> I think I think you're right. I think you'd go with the Patriots. Yeah, um, you're going with. I'm going last this time. I'm taking <laughs> over the podcast. Who do I want to win? I want you know. Who do I you want, think will win? You know, I want the Rams to win because they haven't won for a long time. They kind of got cheated out of 2001. Sorry, Mark, but you know, they kind of did. Um, and the Patriots have won it far too many times. The fact that they're there three times in a row is kind of annoying to me anyway. It kind of is 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 in kind of indictment on the um AFC, really. It's not it's not because why why is no one able to beat these damn Patriots in the playoffs? Mm. Anyway, that's well you have to ask the Chargers that. That's more the Chargers' fault. Yeah, I I agree it's the Chargers' fault. King, you got a lot to answer. They gave for. him a free pass basically through to the championship game. And the AFC East. Uh well, I beat him, my team. So I want the Rams to win. I am worried that the Patriots, although the Rams are in a win now mode with the players they brought in, the Patriots in a win always mode with <laughs> the way they play. And unless, oh man, you got you got to get off that fence. You have got so many splinters through these playoffs. It's, it's because untrue. I know that I that the brain says the Patriots and the heart for this one says the Rams because I want the Rams to win. So what are you going with? I'll go with the Rams just because you know. Whatever. I, I I couldn't I wouldn't be surprised if the Patriots come out with a win. Let's just put it that way. No, I agree <laughs> with you. It wouldn't be surprising if the Patriots won, but I do think the Rams win this one. Okay. I th- I for me this is this is this is the time. Mm. This is the time for McVeigh and Goff and those guys. And and I think the win now team, I think they'll be so up for it. And Aaron Donald for me is is gonna be the MVP. Yeah. I, I, one last thing though is, is about Jared Goff and is that it's been difficult since his first season to get your head around the fact that of the the amount of improvement that's happened in his game. Because first season looked like a bust. Um, under Jeff Fisher, obviously, is not a great start to your no. career. But he's 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 got the the QB whisperer there in McVeigh, and the the progression that he's made, coupled with the the things that have been put around him, has put him in a position where he still needed to make these plays and get the wins. I've been so impressed with Jared Goff. It's got to a stage now where if Philly Sy was there, I'd be asking him if he's still happy with the Carson Wentz over Goff uh, situation there. Because if you look at it, you could argue that the Rams have got the better part of that deal. You could. I mean, I I still personally would. If he comes out with another win this year, Sunday, th- if he comes out with a win Sunday, then you know it, everything's on the table. Mm. Um, but you he know. stayed healthy when. Legitimate concerns from the King was my, my college. He was he was already banged up, and that he wasn't able to get the ball out, and he was going to take too many sacks. He was too the, willing to take the, the knock hit. on Goff is that he's a system quarterback now, and he just works in the McVeigh. <laughs> well, you can but never win, we, then, can you? But where, what's he going to yeah, do? But where have we heard that before? Yeah, you know, there's 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 two guys on the opposite side of the field that have done that for twenty there's years. A reason nearly, why you know? still playing exactly. At yeah. So you know. I'm not, no, I'm not saying Goff's the new Brady, but no. What what I'm getting at is that he's definitely improved a hell of a lot. So much yeah. so that I think that's a legitimate question now. Yeah. With Wentz, with his injuries and Goff, would you take Goff? I'd be tempted. I mean, yeah. he's 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 not as mobile. He's the ultimate pocket passer in theory. Um, but th- for me, I really started noticing it. Well, I suppose I suppose my respect for him jumped to another level in that championship game 
in that screaming stadium. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was so loud there that you could hear it on the TV. You, yeah. you could hardly yeah. hear the commentators. You knew how bad it was. He had no communication, and he managed to calm himself down after a f- first quarter that you know could have really cost him the in- yeah the chance. Well, the Saints to go thought they had it done, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you know, they ba- basically just calmed it all down, sorted everything out, yep. and you know that shows a maturity for a quarterback way beyond twenty three, which is why he's not the weak link that you probably think he is exactly. going into this game. Exactly, and and you know. The Patriots don't have a massively great pass rush. They find ways to get pressure sometimes, but there's not going to be someone constantly in his face. Well, we talked about the the Patriots O line, but the Rams O line has been built up. You know, with Rams some, O line, some great talent in there. Andrew Whitworth, Saffold, you know, John Sullivan, and yeah, Saffold. You know, they've they've all played really, really well, especially in the playoffs. I mean, that left side, CJ Anderson's been been churning up yards. You know, money for old rope. Yeah, in on that left hand side well, because fresh. they're playing so well, and he is fresh. How often do you get a fresh running back in the playoffs? That's you, been to Pro Bowls and there's been, been, yeah, has knows got a Super what Bowl he's ring doing. as well. He's got a Super Bowl ring. Knows exactly what he's doing. You know, I, I for me the stars are aligning for the Rams, and mm. and even if they don't win, at the end of the day, they're going to be around for a while. I think I think with the basis that they've got there, even with the one year players and you yeah. know, the superstar players, I I still think the basis is there for them to go on and be good for at least the next few years. The coaches are there, and also the, the, the new stadiums there. another draw new as well. Stadium as well, yeah. I, I, the future looks good for the Rams, win or lose. Mm. I do think they're going to win. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll out. see. We'll see. I mean, we we keep talking about it, but eventually they've got to play the game. So yeah, yeah. If we do manage to get hold of a Rams fan between now and Sunday, we will endeavour to get them on the phone and do an interview with them. It might just be me because obviously, Punk, you'll probably be at home. Probably, probably <laughs> hiding uh, from the snow. Yeah, but as as I said before, we will be looking to do uh, an aftermath podcast on the Monday following the Super Bowl. So within 24 hours of the game being played. That one's always fun because we're always lacking sleep. So yeah. we come up with some weird and wonderful stuff normally. <laughs> and have to probably rewatch it to remember what the hell happened yeah, on some of these plays. Absolutely. It goes, goes by in a blur. I don't know it if does. It, it does. If you haven't seen the Super Bowl before, you think it's going to be really slow. But actually the first half is gone within like half an hour. It, it feels like you just haven't stopped. <laughs> and then the fourth That's quarter it's takes two game. hours or three hours because it's just... You're pulling your hair out. <laughs> and every game's on. getting reviewed upstairs because they don't want yeah, to get the calls wrong. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Don't want to miss any PIs on this no, one. No, 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 no <laughs> miss PIs, please. No. no. No, please no roughing the passer on Brady when Donald oh, gets toasted. No, let them play. For goodness sake, it's <laughs> a man sport. Let them get in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no eye gouging, though, please. Um, so, yeah, thank you very much, Punk, for, for coming over. And thanks to Patriot Mark for being a good sport and coming on the show. Um, it's always good to have him on. And like I said, we will get him on after the Super Bowl maybe not the Monday because you know he might be too happy or too sad to uh, say, come be on too that. drunk wouldn't he yeah, maybe too drunk <laughs> let's hope so for his sake yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. either drowning way drowning is sorry yeah but we'll get him on soon um, so yeah until Monday then guys enjoy the Super Bowl but I've been Jim that's been Punk Crater and thank you so much for listening 